0: Ministries all on the, the internet. Lord, now just let's get into the word. We'll move all the doubt and cause us to see out and give us peace of mind. Oh, speak of, of it. And it is to come. Holy, 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 holy. You true. Minute of that text. But we see those angels praising your holy name, Father. The prophet, oh, said that I'm a man that that is undone. I'm a man of unclean lips, Father. And we come this morning saying, Father, that we are undone, Father, that we are unholy, unrighteous, unjust, Lord. And we come this morning, Father, just wanting to ask you, Lord, to forgive us of our sins, Father, and cleanse us. Uh, Oh, Father, for your word says, Lord, that if we confess our sins, that you are faithful and just to forgive us of our sins, Lord, and you were also challenge us that he who thinks he has no sin. Oh, Father, we all have sin, and we're asking you, Lord, that you would, oh, Father, that you would wash us, that you would cleanse us, Father, that, that Father, this morning, Father, that we may be able to, oh, praise your holy name with clean lips, Father, praise, praise your holy name with clean hands and clean feet. Now. Praise your holy name, Father. So, Father, Thank you, Lord, for your forgiveness of sin. We thank you, Father, for the fellowship that you've given us as a result of this uh, cleansing, Father. And we come, Father, wanting the fellowship with you, wanting to sup with you, Father. As your word tells us that you're knocking at our door, Lord, looking for somebody to fellowship with, Father. And we want you to fellowship with us this morning, Father. Sit with us, Father, this morning. Speak to us, Lord, as we try to choose, Lord, what Mary chose, Mary. Mary chose not to be busy, Mary chose to sit at your feet, Father, and this morning, Father, we want to sit at your feet, Father, we want to get to know you better, we want to enter into a more personal, intimate relationship with you, Father, this morning, Lord, in Jesus' name, that we may know, no longer no, be called a servant, but a friend, Father, and that we might be a friend of God, and, and Father, this morning, as a friend, Father, we come interceding on behalf of those that have come first, Lord, those that are struggling with some things in their life, those who are sick in their body, Father, we pray, Father, that your healing power will flow from this place, Lord, to, to those that need healing, Father, touch him, Father, right now, Father, for we still believe that there is a bomb in Gilead, Father. In Jesus' name, and we press. Uh, oh Lord, we press this morning like that woman pressed through the crowd, Lord, yes. Thinking, Lord, that if we could, if she could just touch uh, the hem of your garment, Father, she thought, Lord, that you could make a whole. She had enough belief, huh? had enough faith to think that, oh, you could make her whole and well again. That somebody that came here this morning, uh, oh, who was sick, Father, and they had enough faith to believe, Father, that you could touch him, Father, that you could. Make them whole, that you can make them well again, Father, right now, Father, in Jesus' name. Jesus' name, Father, look upon them and see that they have faith enough, Father, to be healed, Father, in Jesus' name, look upon them and see, Father, that they have faith enough, Father, to believe that you are Jehovah Jireh, our God will provide for our every need, Father, that somebody came here looking for your provision, Father, this morning, and by faith, they paid their tithes, by faith, they gave their offering, Father, and we pray, Lord, that you meet them, Father, right where they are, Father. Father, that you will open up the floodgates of heaven and let it rain, Father, that they may not have room enough for the blessings, Father, that you're sending their way, Father, in Jesus' name. I said, in Jesus' name. Jesus' name, Father, somebody needs you. Jesus' name, somebody's seeking you. In Jesus' name, Father, somebody is looking for a new start because they messed up last week or they messed up last month or messed up three months ago and still it's causing them, Father, to struggle. But, Father, we pray, Father, that you would release them, Father, from their gift, Father, right now. In Jesus' name, I, I said in Jesus' name, Father, you know the needs of the moment you know the needs for this hour there's somebody feeling lonely and alone father but I hear your word tells us that you have put your Holy Spirit on the inside of us and as a result father we cannot be alone and we're never alone father because you have the Holy Spirit God himself on the inside of us and I pray lord that you release him father from a depressed mind father in Jesus name that you release him father and let him go father in Jesus name in the same way father you told that woman woman now was loose in Jesus name in the same way father you told that woman uh, who just talked uh, oh father that uh, even the dogs uh, can get the crumbs uh, oh there's somebody here father not, not feeling uh, that they deserve a miracle when they're thinking even the dogs uh, get the crumbs uh, and father we pray lord for that person that has uh, a miracle faith uh, oh that crumbs. Faith, that mustard seed of faith. that's standing here and they have a mustard seed of faith. And I hear your words say, Father, that we have the faith of a mustard seed and we can speak to the mountains in Jesus' name. And right now we come together, touching and agreeing and say, Mountains be moved in Jesus' name. Say it with me, Mountains be moved in Jesus' name. Do you believe it? Mountains be moved in Jesus' name. Do you and faithful mountains removed. In Jesus name, Father, your word tells me that if we draw near to you, Father, oh Lord, that we can resist the devil and he has to flee. And right now in prayer, we're drawing near to you, Father. We're getting closer to you. We're like Enoch, Father, wanting to walk with you, Father. Enoch walked with you and then he was no more, Father. We want to walk with you, Father. In Jesus name, draw near to you, Father. And we Father, that the devil has to flee right now in Jesus' name. I said, The devil has to flee right now in Jesus' name. Never flee from this church in Jesus' name. Free from that bank account in Jesus' name. Free from that job in Jesus' name. Free from that home in Jesus' name. Free from that marriage in Jesus' name. Free from that mind in Jesus' name. I said, In Jesus' Peace! Peace. Peace. At the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess, and I choose to bow today, I choose to confess today, and I accept the victory today because I believe that Jesus is all that I need. Oh, Father, we in Bethlehem is believing today that Jesus is all that we need, and we pray in that powerful, wonderful name of Jesus. Say it with me. In Jesus', Jesus name. Say it again. And Jesus. Say it like you mean it. And in Jesus' name. It's in Jesus' name. And we accept the victory. Yes, and we say, Amen. Amen. So be it. In Jesus' name. Hug your neighbor, say, name and say the name of God heard. God heard. God is set free. God is delivering right now. God is dispatching his angels just to go see about you, to make a way out of your way. He's going before you and making rough places, smooth and shattering, the doors ground, cut through the iron bars and giving you treasures hidden in secret places that you may know that it is him who calls you by name, in Jesus' name. come right now, just wanted to thank you, Lord, for all that you've done in the service that far. We thank you, Lord, for what you did in Sunday school. We thank you, Lord, for what you did in worship. We thank you, Father, in which, for what you did, Father, in giving, Father. Now, we look forward, Father, to you speaking in an awesome and a mighty way into the lives of your people that need A word from you, Father, and to the lives of your people that needs hope from you. and encouragement, Father, to continue on up the King's Highway, Father. We pray, Lord, that we might today hear from God and not a preacher, Lord. We pray, Father, that you would uh, speak, Lord, for your people need to hear from you. Speak, Lord, in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father. We praise your holy name. But it's in Jesus' name, amen, and praise the Lord, amen, and praise the Lord. Getting it right, Bethlehem, Bethlehem. amen. Amen and praise the Lord. This is our thing throughout this year and we want to get it right in the household of the Lord that uh, once we get it right in the household of the Lord, we may be able to give this Lord that we serve uh, Jesus that we might be able to make him known. Amen and that we might be proper representations of people who would and can make him known. Amen. Amen. And praise the Lord. We're always casting the vision before the people. Believing by faith that God wants to resurrect this. Uh, I said to resurrect it. I I already believe that it's already built. It just has to be resurrected. Amen. 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 And look at these plans and get on your post. Uh, Right now, ushers, imagine that you're standing at the door. As I imagine that I'm in the pulpit preaching God's word, uh, it's God's vision for God's time. Amen? All right, amen. Amen. We want to continue to encourage you throughout this series of maintain, uh, maintenance. We want you to let us not become weary in doing good, but at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. At the proper time, uh, you or we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. All right. And the only way we can do that is we've got to trust in the Lord and to lean not to our own understanding. We've got to never give up uh, on the Lord. Amen. We've got to don't quit in Jesus' name. You take care of the sowing and God will take care of the growing. Amen. Amen, Amen. and that's a word for our church, in Jesus' name. We come this morning, and we're going to look at Psalms 103, verses 2 through 6, and we're going to share this morning the Lord's Benefits Package. The Lord's benefits package we yes, talked about on Wednesday night—that many are the afflictions of the righteous—and we talked about how the righteous fall seven times and. Uh, and we gave you a realistic view of what it is to live for Christ. And and as a result of that, we want to encourage you this morning that even though you may be afflicted, you may have to go through trials, you may have to be persecuted, but God does have some benefits. There's a benefits to serving our Lord. Amen? Amen. Say to your neighbor, Neighbor or neighbor, there's benefits in serving our God. Let's look at these benefits. Uh, Please stand in reverence to the Word of God. Stand symbolically saying that I will stand on the Word of God. It is uh, Psalms 103, 2 through 6 in the NIV. Let's read this out loud together at the same time on 3. 1, 2, 3. Praise the Lord, my soul. Amen. You may be seated in the household of the Lord. Again, we're talking about the Lord's Benefits Package. Lord's Benefits Package. And we're going to talk about different policies. We're going to talk about the remission policy. We're going to talk about the remedial policy. We're going to talk about the redeeming policy. And we're going to talk about the renewal policy. And we want Christians and pre-Christians to know that they should use God's Benefits Package. Uh, we want Christians and pre-Christians to know that they should use God's benefits package in Jesus' name. Right. And our Wednesday Bible study it's more interactive now and one of our members, I'm not going to tell you who he is, but he had a dilemma. His dilemma was He had to choose between two jobs. One job was making more money while the other job had benefits. One job uh, he could make more he or she could make more money or uh, he could get better benefits and to me as, we, as he was sharing It was a kind of a, Something that was very Complex to me as I began To think about what do you Choose But yet it seems like that most Of the women that were in the Bible Study they all Said it in one Accord together They said choose the one With the benefits Hello somebody Choose the one with the benefits. Hello, somebody. There's somebody listening at the sound of my voice, and you're you're, you're having to choose on whether you're going to get real and give your life to the Lord, or you're going to be able to just stay and live your life uh, as it is. And you think that uh, giving your life to the Lord, that uh, that all the fun is going to be taken away. Uh, When I was uh, coming up over 20 something years ago, people used to tell me as a young man living for the Lord, I was 19 back then, and they would, they told me that I was just too serious at that age, that, that you need to go out and you need to sow your wild oaks. Uh, You need to have fun. Oh, but uh, at that age, 19, I had already been sold out. Oh, to serve the Lord. And as I've been sold out, I've discovered over a period of years that there are some benefits in serving the Lord. Say to your neighbor, neighbor or neighbor, there's some benefits in serving the Lord. The, the, the first benefit that you receive in serving the Lord is the forgiveness of sin. Hello, somebody. Sometimes we be we're so far removed from our salv, uh, salvific, if that's a word, experience, and we we don't remember what it is like. Uh, oh, when we first got saved, when when God forgave us uh, of our sins. And there's some uh, who've been around the church so long that they don't know what it's like to be forgiven of the sins that they stumble and fall in. As we learn on Wednesday nights, that the righteous man falls what seven times times hello somebody and God will and can forgive us so let's talk about this remission policy in this little video it's going to describe what happens to our sins when we give our life to Jesus Christ as far as the east is from the west Y'all know how far the east is from the west. Can anybody tell me how far the east is from the west? Hello, somebody. You can't measure how far the east is from the west. It's infinity. Hello, somebody. It's infinity. So God forgives us this remission policy. It's, uh, uh, what does God do? Who forgives us of all your sins, forgives you of all of your sins, and one of the things that we talked about on Wednesday night is uh, oh, that there, there many people that were feeling guilty or some people feel guilty about some of the things that they have done in life, and I have a friend, a friend of mine uh, oh and really I, I I'm trying to mentor him and and he comes from a bad background where folk always uh, uh, have have torn him down and not built him up and uh, and he's always reminded of the sins that he has committed and and people are always remind him of uh, of his past and what he had done in the past and and one of the things I have to tell him uh, is I have to tell him that hey, you ain't nobody. All right. When it comes to sin, you ain't nobody. You ain't, you ain't did nothing uh, that uh, somebody in that book, uh, oh, that God used, uh, haven't done. Hello, somebody. You ain't nobody. Paul says uh, that he was what? Uh, the chiefest uh, of sinners. And I like to tell him, and I'm number two. Paul was the chief, uh, and I come in number two. Hello, somebody. You ain't nobody. You may have done some things uh, in your past that you regret? Oh, what about Moses? Moses, what did you do in your past that you may regret? Can anybody tell me what Moses did? Moses was a murderer. Hello, somebody. Was he a murderer before or after he became the deliverer from Egypt? Hello, before. Oh, many times we think that if we mess up, oh, before we preach, we can't preach. Oh, we mess up. Oh, Oh, before we become a, a, a people ask us to be a deacon that we can't deacon. Oh, many people think that if I messed up before, that God can't use me. And that's a lie from the pit of hell. If you confess that sin, then God has already, oh, forgiven you of your sins and cleansed you from unrighteousness. Oh, then that means that you ain't nobody. Tell your neighbor, neighbor. Oh neighbor you ain't nobody Stop feeling guilty About the past About the past Stop feeling guilty about the past You you ain't nobody He uses everybody Oh on the faces of scripture None of them was perfect Come here Abraham What was Abraham Hello somebody He was a liar Hello somebody Come here David What did David do (laughs) <laughs> He's a murderer and adulterous He did Hello somebody You ain't nobody The devil's trying to make you feel guilty About your past But God says That he has the power to forgive you And when he has the power To forgive you He takes your sins And he puts it back Oh he puts it in that infinite place Called as far as The east is From the West I know uh, that folk like to remind you uh, Of what you used to do Uh, I found uh, one of my friends uh, On Facebook That I know from high school And and the first thing he wanted to tell me Was about what we did in the past Oh the first thing he said uh, Remember that time we drove all night To to PVU to party all night Hello somebody That's in my past I ain't trying to hear that <laughs> and that's what people will do they are trying to remind you of your past they trying to remind you of how you used to be No, I'm not the same person that I used to be Because I gave my life to Jesus Christ And when I gave my life to Jesus Christ I began to change Hello somebody Hello somebody Say to your neighbor Neighbor, oh neighbor God has changed me hello somebody he's changed me I'm not a hypocrite now I don't go to the club on Saturday night and show up at church on Sunday morning no I'm not a hypocrite Uh, I serve him all the way I gave my life to him all the way and as a result I get this benefits package of forgiveness of sin there's some folk who think they have forgiveness of sin but you are a hypocrite you're not living right you're not living holy and you're confessing your sins to the lord but guess what god is not forgiving you of your sins because you have not truly repent what does it mean to repent All right. To turn from Hello somebody Don't play with it Don't stay with it Oh there's some folk That's trying to change their life Oh, Oh preacher I ask the Lord To forgive me Oh for living with this woman Oh yeah But did you really Really ask the Lord To forgive you Because one of the ways I know that you truly Truly really ask the Lord To forgive you Is to move out Hello, somebody. Ooh, that's deep. Somebody get that on the way home. True. Repentance. Hello, somebody. Don't, don't keep staying with somebody asking the Lord to forgive you. You won't be forgiven. True forgiveness uh, is when you take an action, when you turn from your wicked ways. Uh, and if you want to repent from living with somebody, guess what? You've got to move out. Uh, but just say, preacher, uh, where do I go? Well, I know that God will meet you where you need to be met. Uh, if you turn uh, from your wicked ways, uh, you'll get this benefits package. And he'll forgive you of your sins. But he also be Jehovah Jireh, my God, who will provide for your every need. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, oh neighbor, I have the benefits of remission. And that's what Sunday school was about this morning. It's, uh, the Sunday school uh, teacher used that word propitiation, those big words and atonement. Oh, that's forgiveness of sin. Somebody here this morning, God wants you to know that you have been forgiven. Hello, somebody. You need to leave that In your past Stop picking it up and taking it with you Don't wear it like you Like it's a badge No I have been forgiven And I have been completely forgiven Because I repented And I turned from my wicked ways And God has placed my sins As far as the east is From the west Oh you say preacher You don't know what I've done But we already know what David did What Abraham did Hello somebody Hello, somebody. What have you done? You ain't nobody. (laughs) God's benefits package. Hello, somebody. This text, Psalms uh, 31, uh, 32, verse 1. Blessed is the one whose what? Transgressions are what? And whom's what? That's a blessed thing. You see, I'm blessed because I don't have to deal with feeling cursed. Hello, somebody. Forgiveness is is a blessing. I'm blessed because God forgave me of my sins. Oh, somebody said, preacher, what if I'm sitting on death row and I'm guilty of murdering everybody? Oh, what if? Oh, and I confess my sins. Hello, somebody. What will God do? Forgive. Forgive. They'll forgive you Hello somebody <laughs> Hello somebody he said, But when God forgive me Does that mean I'm going to get off a of death row <laughs> Not, not necessarily, don't. No. <laughs> Hello, somebody. You have to accept the consequences of your sins. Hello, somebody. But you can't be forgiven and you can't be oh accepted until the kingdom of God once. Oh, your life on this earth has ended. Hello, somebody. I have God's remission policy. And I want to give it to somebody who do not know Jesus Christ and the pardoning of their sins. Oh, this is the way that you enter into a personal relationship with God. And it's also a way that you keep an intimate relationship with God by continuing confessing your sins unto the Lord. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. So thank you, Lord. I'm blessed. Blessed because of my transgression everything I did in the past oh by the way is there a unpardonable sin by the way there's one one okay wait a minute wait a minute one unpardonable sin okay okay so that means murder is that unpardonable sin divorce is that lying Cheating, stealing, backbiting. Hello, somebody. Then what is it that God won't forgive me for? Blasphemy of the Holy Spirit. What does that mean? Tell me what does that mean. Anybody know? Quickly, in one word. Blasphemy of the Holy Spirit. I- I'm going to tell you what it means. The Holy Spirit's job is on the earth is to convict, uh, co- convict you of your sins. Uh, and and to convince of Jesus uh, righteousness in in other words basically blasphemy of the Holy Spirit is when you reject Jesus because the Holy Spirit is telling you who Jesus is hello somebody And, and he tells you who Jesus is and if you reject who Jesus is that's the only thing that you cannot be forgiven for hello somebody Hello, somebody. Yes, All this other stuff, if you confess it, God has already forgave you. Right. Hello, somebody. Somebody ought to take that remission patch home with you. Yeah, Hello, somebody. Bad. So regardless of your past, I was a drug dealer in my pa- That don't mean you confessed it. Right. I-, I was a gangster in my- uh, uh, that Did that- you confess it? I-, I-, I had HIV and I was sleeping with everybody and knew it. Did so- you confess it? Hello, somebody. Woo, that's some deep stuff, isn't it? Some stuff we can't forgive. Hello, somebody. Uh, But you know what? If you do not forgive, what's going to happen? You won't be forgiven. Let me talk on the other end of that remission policy. There's only one thing that cancels this remission policy of forgiveness of sin. What is it? When you don't forgive others of their sins. Hello, somebody. How is it you trying to hold a a grudge against your brother when you've done all this stuff against God? Hello, somebody. You got to look at yourself in the mirror. That's every once in a while when I just get uh, in my flesh uh, and I don't want to forgive. God's got to tell me of all that stuff that you confess. uh, Holy man of God. And you want to hold something against somebody else. You ain't. They ain't did nearly as much stuff against you as you've done against me. I know that. Oh, that's going to help somebody that's in a marriage. For it was that married man that said, ask the question, how many times must I forgive? (laughs) Seventy times. What does that mean as far as the east is from the west? Hello, somebody. And it's those that are closest to you that sin against you the most. Hello, somebody. That's why marriages can't stay together because people don't know how to forgive. Oh, you're so close in a relationship and, and you get on each other's nerves. Hello, somebody. Guess what? You get on God's nerves. <laughs> Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. I got to move on. That's a good policy. Who? Oh, I got to move on. That's a good policy. I, I, but we got more and places to go. Uh, the next policy is going to talk about, uh, I believe, uh, remedio. Uh, and remedio means, by the way, what? Uh, let me tell you what it means. Remedy. Some of you were in remedial reading or remedial classes. Those classes was to be a remedy to why you had fell behind. Okay, so this policy is talking about healing. All right, and this video is going to tell us a little bit about God's healing. Is there anybody here that needs to be healed? Yes, sir. In some way or another. Oh, this, this policy, the remedial policy, we just talked about that in Sunday school, Isaiah 53, three, by his stripes that you are healed. Hello, somebody. God can heal you. Hello, somebody. I still believe that today. I, I don't break out the all, but I still believe Jeremiah 30, 17. I, I, I don't put people in the front or bring them in wheelchairs, but I, I still believe Psalms 103 3, where he heals all of our diseases. Hello, somebody. I still believe that we have a God to, oh, who can prosper my health. I still believe it today. Do you believe it today, church? Oh, in John 3 and 2, it talks about uh, prospering the soul. I, I believe it. I mean, I truly believe it. Do you believe in God's meridian, uh, uh, remedial Psalms 107.2 Power to touch into God's healing process. I believe today because the book says after the remission policy that you have and heals all your diseases. Hello somebody. And heals all your diseases. You know, I, I want to ask a question in here but I don't think many of us really want to answer this question how many diseases are in this place right now at this time and maybe a better question would be how many in here are sick with something a better, better question would be how many of us have to take some pills For healing. (laughs) You ain't got to raise your hands. You ain't got to raise your hands. There there are many people in the church of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. That that has all kinds of diseases. and, And need healing. And need healing. And like I said I don't break out the all. But I believe in the healing of God. I don't put on a show and have folk roll down in wheelchairs, but I I do believe in the power of healing. And every time when I find something in the book that says something about healing, and guess what, I'm not even Pentecostal and I believe in healing. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. You say, can you be a Baptist and believe in healing? Yeah, <laughs> I can believe in God. You see, my belief in God foregoes way more than that Baptist. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. I believe in the word of God. And if the word of God says it, then I believe it. Hello, somebody. And if there's somebody, I was leaving, listening uh, as we're talking about reading through the Bible in, in a year. Uh, Sunday, I think the Sunday school teacher must have mentioned it this, uh, this morning about reading through the Bible in, in a year. And that's what I do. And one of the things that I've read, and this was not for you and nobody else uh, uh, yesterday, is there was a man and, and 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 the disciples could see that he had enough faith to be healed. Wow. And that's what I believe that healing, that healing is, is you've got to have enough faith to believe that you can be healed. And I believe that if you came here this morning and you had enough faith, oh, then you can be healed. Another thing, I don't believe, I don't believe that God uh, heals every disease. Hello, somebody, because I think it, it has more to do with you than it does with him. Because you have to have faith for it, but this word says that He can. He, he heals all your disease. He has the power to heal you. And if God has the power to heal me, and this is a part of my benefits package, then guess what? I want to be healed. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Is there somebody here today who wants to be healed? Hello, somebody. I, I, I want to be here. I want to be here. And by the way, healing. If you. You. In order to have faith to heal, remember what, what what I believe that the word says about faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And, and, and if you believe, that your faith works its way into a substance. I like to put it this way, and I tell this story many times, that they built, uh, there's some parts of the Alps, that, that, that great mountain range, uh, that they, they wanted the train to come there. And what they did is they built the tracks first before there was a train to take the journey. Now, that's faith. That's true faith. And, and if you want to be healed from the sickness in your body, then you've got to manifest a substance uh, oh, to which God can see uh, th- so that so that he can believe that you and uh, know that you have enough faith to be healed. Hello, somebody. In other words, uh, if you want to be healed from your sickness of high blood pressure, what does your faith tell you that you have to do? It probably means you probably need to eat right. (laughs) Hello, somebody. (laughs) Let me tell you this way, and I'm not messing with you. I'm messing with myself. I I tell this and have this witness every time I went to my regular doctor and my regular doctors told me that I was obese and I needed to lose weight to be healed. Hello, somebody. I couldn't breathe uh, in the middle of the night and went to a specialist, a ear, nose and throat doctor. And guess what the ear, nose and throat doctor told me I had to do? Lose weight. Hello, somebody. And if I believe that God can heal my body and make me whole and well again, guess what I need to do? Whose way? Hello, somebody. <laughs> so my faith manifests itself in me going to the gym, believing that God can enable me through this faith that I'm showing him, oh, to touch my body and make me whole and well again. Now, oh, oh, faith, oh, really has more. They say, Oh, uh, that is 30% you need to spend in the gym, but it's 70, and some say 80% is diet. Hello, somebody. If you want to be healed in your body, guess what you've got to eat right. Hello, somebody. That's what your faith. you tell God. you say, God, I believe, oh my faith that you can heal my body of this obesity. Hello somebody, which is killing a lot of high people. Hello somebody, because what we have is a silent killer, and high blood pressure is a silent killer because a lot of folks don't take it serious and they keep living the way they live, keep eating the way they eat. And guess what? Oh, it could lead to what? Heart attacks and strokes. Hello, somebody. And many times we wonder why so many folk are having strokes and heart attacks. And the doctors tell us what we need to do. But we treat our doctors like we treat some of our preachers. Hello, somebody. And when? how do we treat somebody? We don't listen. (laughs) God says he can heal our every diseases, and I can believe it. I believe it. But my belief says I do everything that I can do to get where I need to be to be healed. Hello, somebody. You know, they have this gastric bypass surgery. See, the only thing wrong with that is that there are some folk that get the surgery, lose the weight, and because they never did anything before and they never developed any kind of uh, disciplines that they needed before, then they get, they get the same weight on again because they never watch what they eat and they never exercise. I'm trying to heal somebody this morning. Hello, somebody. This policy, this policy. Hello, somebody. He says, I I can heal you of all your diseases. Hello, somebody. Anybody here wants to be healed? Does anybody here have enough faith to believe that they can be healed? Hello, somebody. And if you really have faith, then what you going to do? Watch what you eat and exercise. Hello, somebody. It's simple. <laughs> Especially if you don't work a, a job that uh, you really do a lot of exercise. But uh, uh, Psalms 30 and 2 says, Lord, my God, I call to you for help. And what? You heal me. Yeah. I, I call for you for help. And, and you heal me. That's some that some folk it's not as simple as diet and exercise. Uh, for some folk like like those who are blind, oh, diet and exercise ain't gonna do nothing for that. Uh, you gotta believe uh, that God could, and guess what? Oh, I, I love uh, those two blind men uh, who follow Jesus into the house. Uh, how can a blind man follow Jesus? Uh, they follow Jesus uh, by faith. Uh, I'm reminded of that other blind man on the side of the road uh, who just cried out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me, and all them other folk who could see was telling them to hush up, be quiet, I'm not going to hush up and be quiet, you can see, Jesus. Somebody better call out to, to the Lord today. All these other folk are healthy. All these other folk ain't taking the medicines that you have to take. All these other folk uh, don't have to go through surgery like you're supposed to go to. The doctor say, "Oh, but you need to cry out, Jesus, Son of David, have mercy on me, because I believe by faith that you've got the power to heal me." Hello, somebody, according to his will. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. That, now, that uh, remedial policy is not as, uh, as shout-worthy, but I tell you what, if you're healed, there's no other people on the faces of Scripture that has shown God appreciation than those that have been healed. Hello, somebody shouted unto the Lord. But then there were still even 10 lepers. Nine of them still did what when they were healed? Just walked away and said, God said, where where, where where? are the others? Hello, somebody. There's, there's some diseases in our, in our community. I believe God can heal. Oh, uh, there's some stuff that's uncurable. I believe that God can heal today. Hello, somebody. What are some of today's unhealable diseases? Uh, can you tell me some? Shout it out right quick. HIV. HIV. Hello, somebody. Some, cancer. some cancers. Hello, somebody. Some uh, a sickle cell. Hello, somebody. But God says it in His Word, and because God says it, I'm gonna believe it. Man. Guess what? even if he doesn't <laughs> you see that's true faith i believe that you can hear my body but even if you don't guess what i'm going to worship you i'm going to praise you hello somebody hello somebody and I've got to preach this responsibly because some of the stuff that we have really is like with, 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 with Paul. Hello, somebody. He had that thorn in the flesh. Some, some theologians think it was weak eyes. Uh, but I don't know what it was. But I do know that God didn't heal him. Hello, somebody. God did what? good? did God say? My grace is what? Sufficient for you. <laughs> and he said, why was his grace sufficient for him? Because in weakness, what? He's made strong in weakness. Hello, somebody. And that's why he won't heal some of us. Because he wants us to depend upon him wholly and completely. Hello, somebody. And it keeps us from becoming arrogant. Hello, somebody. It keeps us from thinking we all at a bag of chips and dip. Hello, somebody. (laughs) So, so this policy, I, I love this policy and God can heal me, but, but not only that, but he can do some other thing. He can, uh, redeem me. I, I love this redeeming policy. Uh, and, 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 I'm, I feel led to, to skip through this video. I do have a video from John Calvin. You can look at it later if you really want to, but I'm going to move right through this video and we're going to go through this word, the redeeming policy. What does he do? Who redeems your life from what? From the pit. And what does he do? And crowns you with love and compassion. He redeems uh, your life uh, from the pits. uh, Hello somebody. I, I'm so glad that God has a redeeming policy. Oh that he can redeem your life. I like to put it this way. He can oh make oh those who are ordinary into being extraordinary. Hello somebody. He can redeem your life. There was a man oh who used to work in a factory. And this man in the factory none of us would ever know who he was uh, as a factory worker the god redeemed his life and took him out of factory and made him a bible teacher his name is Chuck Swindoll some of us call him Paul Paul Chuck hello somebody because he's beloved he's a beloved bible teacher and bible preacher extraordinary oh and that same man that was in the factory god redeemed his life And made him an international preacher. Oh, if that's not uh, impressive enough. uh, Oh, let's look at the life uh, of David. Uh, Oh, what was David? David was uh, a nobody. Hello, somebody. David, uh, oh, uh, looked uh, like we studied Jesus uh, and his appearance. Uh, He wasn't, uh, oh, that impressive looking. They they called him ready. He looked uh, ready because he spent uh, all the time with the sheep. Uh, As a matter of fact when the prophet came oh to oh uh, to anoint a king oh to his daddy his daddy brought all of his sons before him hello son because all of his sons were impressive looking except that little old ready boy that little baby child that little boy that was back in the back oh out there with them ready sheep running around with them ready sheep and God took oh a shepherd boy. And what did he do? He made him a king. Hello somebody. Oh, he redeemed his life. Oh, that's not impressive enough. Literally, this text talking about, oh, redeeming your life from the pit. Literally, this young man, oh, his brothers was jealous of him because his father treated him as his favorite. Hello somebody. Oh, you know who he is. Oh, Oh, he was a little teller-tale. Uh, he told his daddy everything. Hello, somebody. And he had a dream. Uh, he was already the favorite, and then he had enough audacity to dream that he would rule uh, over his brothers. Uh, he had enough audacity to dream uh, he was going to rule over his even his mama and his daddy. Hello, somebody. Oh, and guess what? Uh, that little boy that had, uh, oh, was in his father's house. Uh, oh, guess what his brothers did to him? Uh, what did his brothers do? Uh, put him in a pit. Hello somebody and his life story could reach from the pit to the palace because if we fast forward his life, hello somebody and we move through all that drama for your mama, hello somebody we find that God had taken him out of a jail cell and put him what? Second in charge of where? Elisha? hello somebody he redeemed his life literally from the pit uh, to the palace uh, hello somebody you better watch out uh, how you treat some of those folk uh, that look like they're down right now you better watch out uh, the way you treat some of them folk right now that walk in the street look like they done lost their mind you better oh you better watch out uh, oh that boy that you treat at work uh, oh and you think he's nothing but a male boy you better watch out uh, because God uh, can take uh, and redeem folks life uh, And it looked like nothing miraculous is happening. Hello, somebody. There should be encouragement for somebody here today. It seems like nothing is miraculous happening. It's just day by day. And you're just trying to make it. You're not thriving. Oh, you're just surviving. And it seems like that there's nothing wonderful, that there's nothing awesome that's going to happen to you. But God sent me here today to let you know about about his redeeming policy. Oh, oh! you better look at your life and remember the way it used to be because he's going to take you from where you are. Yeah. Hello, somebody, yeah. and take you to places that you could barely think that you could go. Yeah. Hello, somebody, say to your neighbor, neighbor, hey, neighbor. oh, neighbor, watch me, watch me and watch God and watch in Jesus' name. <laughs> he can take you from the obscurity hello somebody and put you in a palace that's why you've got to be faithful in obscurity hello somebody you better learn all you can Right now, oh, because right now, you're just a regular person. You're about to be made a supervisor. You're about to be made a manager. You're about to be made an owner. And everything that you've learned in obscurity, you're going to be able to use. Oh, when God puts you in a place where he wants you. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Say to your neighbor, 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 let's cash in this policy right now. <laughs> right now. <laughs> Surely, Lord, you bless the righteous. You surround them with what? Favor. As what? As with the shield. Hello, somebody. The redeeming policy, Lord, you that redeeming policy upon me in Jesus' name. Lastly, we're talking about the renewal policy. Now, this, this renewal policy, I love the renewal policy. Oh, they even made a song about the renewal policy. About who satisfies you with good. God can satisfy you with good, and when He satisfies you with good, it's gonna enable you to have the strength. Oh, the renewal, the strength of an ego. Hello, somebody. We'll listen to a few words. But this is what God does. He satisfies you with good. I'm going to sing with it a little bit. That's why I don't sing. Can't keep a note. (laughs) He satisfies you with good. Is renewed. Like egos. Renews like an ego. But Let's look at this renewal policy. Who satisfies your desires with good things. And that's why a lot of folk don't want to get saved. They don't think anything good can come of Christianity. That's why people don't give their lives completely to the Lord. Because they think they have to give over all this stuff and things, but but I'm a witness uh, within myself, as as I follow the Lord, I've been uh, so blessed, and I'm blessed right now, I'm so blessed, and so excited about what God is doing, uh, oh for me, he he satisfies me with good, though it seems like there is a a drought, but I'm blessed, hello somebody, Uh, because God satisfies me, oh with good things, Hello somebody. Is there anybody here today wants some good things? <laughs> I know I want some good things. Hello, somebody. And and this and this renewal policy says that God is gonna give you some stuff, and that stuff is gonna encourage you. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody have you ever just got some some stuff i know we're not supposed to be into stuff and things but have you ever been uh, almost about to give up and then somebody just give you something and it just encouraged your heart in the Lord you were you were about to give up and then God just, just shows just shows and somebody just give you something out of the blue hello somebody it happens to to, to preachers regularly many times when you think that your ministry is not working or happening and then all of a sudden you get a letter and that letter encourages your heart or you get somebody that gives you something and and it encourages your heart and your mind and your soul in christ jesus oh and i'm praying that god would give somebody in here some good things you've been faithful to the lord you've been doing everything that god says that you should do i'm i'm praying lord for some single men in this place that god will give you what Hello, somebody. We say, preacher, why you say you're praying for a wife? Because the Bible says what about a wife? Finds what? A good thing. Hello, somebody. (laughs) Some of you married men need to be standing up right now and say, God gave me my good thing. And he can give you your good thing. You ought to give God some praise up in here, up in here. <laughs> the single women over there say, Wait, what about me? It works both ways, honey. <laughs> He's going to send you somebody that's good, though. Uh, hello, somebody. he, he uh, This kind of man that God send you, he might uh, oh, be sitting on the front uh, or the second or the third row in the church. He's going to be something good. He ain't going to be that thug that you really like. Uh, hello, somebody. That thug that you still loving right now. Y'all broke cup three years ago and you still thinking about oh, I remember here no, 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 no. <laughs> The definition of love is what? Love is what Kind Hello, somebody. It ain't going to be somebody that's, uh, that, that's, that's going to uh, uh, have a thug lifestyle. He might be an ex-thug. Hello, somebody. You may not recognize him right now because he looks so kind. You may think he's a square. Hello, somebody. But, but God redeemed him, reformed him, remade him. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. Hello, somebody. A wife is a good thing. Uh, young, young man, you're listening here, and at the sound of my voice, uh, oh, the devil don't want you to have a good thing, and that's why he 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 wants you to stay single all of your life. Hello, somebody, and think you're living a life. Hello, somebody. Now, uh, 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 homeboy, you're not living a life. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody satisfies with good what what is some other good stuff that god could give you hello somebody that could renew your strength see that's that's one of the things that you could, could get because as a man the wife is called what a what a help what Help me. Hello, somebody. She's going to help you. Hello, somebody. Oh, so if you want a wife, you got to know what you need help with. Hello, somebody. (laughs) You got to know what your purpose in life is before God can give you some help. Hello, somebody. And that's why there's a lot of brothers out there. They don't have a purpose. And therefore, they'll never find their wife because they don't know their purpose. You fall in love with Jesus so much. Run after him, and he'll give you your purpose. And then he'll send you somebody to help you in your purpose. Hello somebody <laughs> and it will renew your strength. it will give you your youth a renewed like an ego. And that love thing can renew oh boy that that's very few things that can renew you like falling in love. Hello somebody. You know how it is falling in love. don't care what's going on in your life. Uh, you could have got fired, but you're still smiling because you're thinking about her. Hello, somebody. You tweeting her. Hello, somebody. You texting her. Hello, somebody. You at her Facebook wall saying, honey, I love you. <laughs> Didn't you get fired? <laughs> love should have took you to that job yesterday. Hello somebody. But anyway, that's a whole nother story. <laughs> That's right. (laughs) You better fall in love with Jesus. (laughs) It's the best thing I've ever, ever done. Hello, somebody. Uh, Don't make me sing, Uh, Deacon. Don't make me sing. (laughs) Because all that other stuff dries up. Hello, somebody. That same girl you were crazy about uh, six months ago. Now you can't stand her. Hello, somebody. Where did the love go? Love is a choice. That's a whole nother thing. Isaiah 40 and 31, then we'll be ready to go home talking about the good things, with those that hope in the Lord will renew their strength. Yes, I'm talking yeah. about these eagles. He you, you will soar on wings like eagles. He will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. Yeah. He, his renewal policy says, I satisfy your desires with good things. Yeah. And these good things will, will, will do what? That, that, that your youth is renewed like the eagles hello somebody is there anybody here this morning that needs renewal i believe today if you need renewal why don't you cash in god's renewal policy hello somebody stand on his word to meditate on it until your life begins to manifest what god said I said meditate on it because the devil is going to want you to forget what God said this morning. The devil is going to want you to leave here and leave that word on the benches. The devil going to want that person that feels so guilty about their past to forget about God's remission policy. The devil going to want those who are sick to forget about God's uh, renewal. Um, uh, what is that? Re- rem- I didn't forget it. Not renewal, but remedial. Hello, somebody. His remedy. Hello, somebody. Uh, and the devil wants you to forget about that. He He, he wants you to forget. Hello. Don't you leave here today without remembering God's word. Hello, somebody. Somebody came here. Hello again, this is Pastor this Michael morning. Eton. I've been your host for God today's says. program. And you before we it. sign off, we just want to Hello, make somebody. sure All closed, that you have a Saint personal relationship Spirit. with God. You know, many people are waiting to have a personal relationship with God. They're waiting because they're trying to clean up their life or get right with God to stop smoking and cursing before they come to the house of the Lord. And you know what I tell them? There's nothing that you can do or stop doing that would make you right for a relationship with God. The thing that you must do, however, is take God's provision. You see, in order to get right with God, you have to meet him on his terms. And his terms is Jesus Christ. The Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Bible says that we have all sinned and come short of the glory of God. But the Bible also said that God demonstrated his love towards us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died. God's only son, God's love, Christ died for us. So in order to get right with God, you have to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And you can do that today by praying this simple prayer. Dear God, I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus, and I believe in my heart that Jesus died for my sins, was buried, and rose again on the third day. Dear God, come into my life, come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Amen. Amen. So if you prayed that prayer for the first time, then the angels in heaven are rejoicing, for now you are a child of the living king. Because you're a child of the living king, you have to find God's family, and that's what the church is. The church is God's family here on earth. We love believe by faith that you've been born to the household of faith here at Bethlehem again. We're at 311 North Dunbar in Pauls Valley, Oklahoma, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We'd love to see you in our services. But if you're listening throughout the world, listening throughout the United States, Canada, United Kingdom, or even China, we're going to pray that God will deliver you to a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching, Bible-living church where you can grow up in the things of God. We want to thank you once again for listening. And again, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you need to find a church home. A baby born needs to be a baby born in the family because babies can't make it on their own. And if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you are a spiritual baby. And you must find a church home. Again, we want to thank you for joining us today, and I'm going to give us a final benediction. A benediction is a final blessing. Father God, we thank you, Lord, and we pray in Jesus' name that you would bless everyone at the sound of my voice, especially the new children of God. Deliver them safely to a church home and put your hedge of protection around us all. Keep us safe from our harm and danger until we meet again, either here in Cyber Church or in the service. We thank you, Father God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hello again. This and is Tom, the senior pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Pauls Valley, Oklahoma. We want to take this opportunity to see if God used this message in your heart, if if your life is changed, if God really spoke to you and touched your heart and changed the moment in your life. We just want to Thank God for how he's working in your life, but we also want to take this opportunity to see if we can get you to sow a seed in the life of our church. Right now, we're entering into a building program, and we have calling this program Vision to Reality. and This is phase one of our building program, and I've told many of our members, you know, I may not serve at a mega church, but I do serve a mega God. Not living in a mega city. This is Paul's Valley. But we serve a mega God because we're heard all over the United States and different countries and kingdoms. And we're believing that God owns the cattle on a Thousand Hills where you are. And if you take a moment and go to our church website at, at com, and you can hear it. Uh, tap the link on the MySpace page or. Uh, just go to the front page of our website at www.HearGodsWord at Bethlehem.com and scroll to the bottom there. You'll see Vision to Reality, and that's where you can give to the building. And we, we want to do it kind of just like Obama did. And he raised his funds. It was just people, ordinary, everyday people, $25 that helped him to raise millions of dollars in a economy that people were saying that is depressed. I think that's... God, I believe God can do it for us and we want you to give once again now if God has touched and moved and worked in your life as a result of you listening to this ministry we want you to give to vision to reality and help us to make our building here in Paul's Valley state of the arts build a reality because you've taken time to give 25 50 10 one hundred, and you may be able to do more. Whatever God is laying on your heart, we need you, so we can build this vision to a reality. May God bless you and keep you. Is my prayer. Again, go to the website at